0: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN, 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at nashfm1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicadis serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the r and Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio, New Orleans.
1: Oh, a rare hump night edition with me. Flipped with Ken from last night, so good to be with you. As we get over the hump here, middle of the week, first week in August, and that means football camping to talk about, of course, on the college side. A lot of those getting underway today, including the Tulane Green Wave, Southland Conference schools with LSU jumping onto the field tomorrow. So we'll glean what we can from reports about all of that confidence, It's uh, what reigns supreme this time of year. Everybody's undefeated, as they say. And uh, we're hearing confident statements out of all of those camps. Good seasons to come. At least that's the hope right now. That's the belief even right now. And the New Orleans Saints are well into camp. A week into it, including now three practices with the pads fully on. And, well, you can only take so much. From what goes on the field, it's better to have a report consistently saying that player X is having a good camp than not, and you're getting a lot more of those on the plus side than the negative side, and what again looks like a Saints roster that's set to be pretty deep and overall more complete than last year's club. We figured that too, and keeping an eye on the injury bug save for the significant one for Smoke Monday, an unsigned free agent. Well, he wasn't expected to be a key figure, right, even though he looked like a potential valuable pickup after the draft. Otherwise, so far so good as far as the players expected to make the roster and important contributions on the field. This year, good to see finally back in camp after the rumors, as they tend to do, particularly on the internet, social media, message boards. We're getting a little loopy. Tyrone Matthew taking the field with his teammates today. Of course, we saw him at times during the offseason, including many camp, taking care of what was said to be personal matters. And now the local is back. And you were a little bit worried when you looked at his overall background, right? That coming home might not be a great idea. We have no idea what the personal matters were. But being away from home might have been the best thing for him. Growing as a person, an adult, and a player. And now an older player late 20s, mature, Super Bowl ring, fantastic pro career, coming home to be a key performer and a leader now, should work out well. And I still think that's going to be the case. He only makes the Saints better, and a Saints team that in particular in the secondary looks awfully strong. The funny part is, by far the biggest question mark about the back end of what should be another solid top tier in the NFL Saints defense two starting uh, safeties who are new to the organization, who, when they're healthy, have been really good, but changing scenery. Will they be healthy? Will they work well together? Talking about Marcus May, formerly of the Jets, and, of course, Matthew, most recently with the Chiefs, where he got that Super Bowl title and where he had some health issues. So it makes you wonder, and he stuck around pretty long in free agency again. That's an interesting thing about Matthew. There are no reports that say that he's not a great guy in the locker room, and we know his track record on the field is superb. And yet, starts in the league, plays exceptionally well for the Cardinals, winds up being a free agent who lingered and only signed a one-year deal with the Texans before the Texans didn't make a real fight to keep him at not the level you would have expected. And he winds up with the Chiefs the last three years. Ends up getting 11 mil per from the black and gold to play at home. And the thing is, we'll see about his overall versatility. That's the the thing I want to see As far as how Chris Richard and, of course, Dennis Allen, the head coach who has run that defense for many years now, how they think May and Matthew are going to work out together. The roles were defined for the two safeties that that pair will replace. Marcus Williams, the prototypical free safety, and late career. Malcolm Jenkins now retired, settling into more of the strong safety role, always having a decent amount in his tool shed as far as being a versatile player on the back end. I think that's true of both May and Matthew, but it'll be exciting to see how they work together. Now, P.J. Williams is back again, now one of the longest tenured Saints, and he's bulked up a bit because the Saints have impressive depth at cornerback. I think the envy of the National Football League at that position. As a result, Williams can focus more as somebody who's been a fill in guy wherever needed in recent seasons on the safety end of things to be that guy who can step in for either May or Matthew for whatever reason. And there's some value even on top of those guys who are proven commodities as solid players. In the NFL, one of these really sharp signings that tends to happen now when you understand that teams know their division rivals better than anybody else. So the three teams they compete against in their division in the NFL, front offices, coaching staff, of course they're going to know those teams and the potential of their players better than anybody else. Would, would not make sense if they didn't, right? That's who you're trying to beat. Justin Evans, former second-round pick of the Bucks, just a couple of years ago, was really good starting safety. He's looked good in camp. It's like he's gotten his act straight. He's 100% healthy and could be just another player there if needed. That's exciting. Just got to get the roles and the communication down right. Between May and Matthew and everything else should be Sterling because you have an all-pro-caliber guy in Marshawn Lattimore. You have second-year stud Paul Sundadevo, who's described by everybody who's watching camp day in, day out, as the star of the entire training camp so far. Just making plays on the ball and giving a much-improved Saints receiving core fits. Then their second-round pick, Alante Taylor, who's more than holding his own already. And oh, by the way, it's, it's, uh, it's weird to me why Bradley Roby didn't wind up on another team in a starting lineup. He's good enough to start for plenty of teams in the NFL, I think. And he's just another piece to the puzzle, not starting for the Saints. Bryce Thompson is a little banked up at the moment, has impressed throughout the offseason. Uh, An abundance of riches at that position. But none of that bunch, except maybe Matthew, who could be called to duty to play at that spot if needed, the spot being nickel cornerback. None of the players on the roster are quite like C.J. Gardner-Johnson. The other piece of news along with Matthew's return that sticks out from today is the fact that C.D. Deuce, as he's known, wasn't... A full participant in camp practice today because he's in the final year of his rookie deal and he wants to get paid. So he's sending a message, and I think a very smart way. Not just saying, I'm going to hold out, I'm going to walk out of camp. No, he's just sending a message while still preparing for the season with his teammates that, I'm not going to go and do everything now. I'm going to do what it takes to be ready to play, but I want you guys to know that I'd like to get this contract taken care of. And universally, at least from black and gold supporters, he's beloved. And he does bring something to this team that nobody else does, which is he's the attitude of the entire defense. And you're talking about a defense that has tremendous leaders and top players we we mentioned that Lattimore's fantastic but he would be more of a typical play by example leave him out on an island although he'll jaw (laughs) with top opposing receivers right he's not the rah-rah guy he doesn't bring that extra edge i wouldn't say that demario davis is great as he is as a lead linebacker for this team, is known for bringing some sort of extra edge. He's just a great all-around player and a leader in all the ways that you want a team captain-level guy to be. And the same could be said for Cameron Jordan up front, still looking like somebody that Father Time hasn't fully caught up to yet at defensive end. Fingers crossed, right, that that continues to be the case. And... uh both Davis and Jordan are extremely well-spoken as far as getting their message across to their teammates, to the media, and leading by example all at the same time. You know, that all-encompassing set when you look at leadership skills. C.J. Garner Johnson's just a dude, right? <laughs> He's just a baller, and he gets his message across verbally as well. He calls people out. He calls people out. On the field, gets in the face of anybody, including the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Tom Brady, when the Saints were shutting out Tampa Bay last year, does it on social media. He does it everywhere. And he backs it up. He's a young guy. He'll get his money, I think. I don't think this will progress to the point where he'll be off the field, right? The Saints, this time of year, with their young, valuable guys, getting to the end of rookie deals. This is the time period where they'll tie up those loose ends. Right? Getting into August if they haven't already in a given season, he'll get paid. And if you're wondering, well, what does what does top nickel corner mean? Um wouldn't you simply pay him like a top safety would be paid? He's a starter. When you talk about a base defense now in the NFL, it's almost comical that we refer to three fours and particularly 4-3 teams when, quite honestly, it's with a four-man front base. It's 4 two 5 with your nickel corner because of how often three wide receivers are on the field or tight ends who are more like receivers than they are complete tight ends that are there to block first, right? So C.D. Deuce is going to get paid. And you don't mind hearing that because you know that's just a basic ploy and it's a lot better than the I'm just going to hold out or walk out. If that happens, then you don't love that as much. But I suspect that it will grab the Saints' attention. And when you look at guys and they do such a good job of keeping their core players, guys that need to be re-upped soon, that are obvious, this isn't – complicated he probably tops the list pretty safely so i would say maybe eric mccoy is next well he definitely is next the only reason why that would change is if caesar ruiz is getting all the extra attention of former saints lineman now in camp try to get him where he needs to be in Cantavia street Free agent defensive tackle sign saying great things about facing Ruiz in practice. Maybe he's finally ready to take the step at right guard. Well, if that doesn't work out, what do the Saints do? Maybe they move him to center. Use McCoy as a trade piece. I know it sounds nuts. I don't think that's what they want to do. But it's not out of the question. McCoy's the proven commodity, though, out of the two. So probably not. So he makes sense to get paid, and obviously Gardner Johnson, who clearly only wants to be here. Not only is he vocal and a leader, but you can see he loves being in New Orleans, the way he interacts with the fans. He loves being a New Orleans saint. And that's a no-brainer type of guy to take care of and keep around. So that's the biggest news, right, we're hearing from camp so far. You've got Marcus Davenport on the sideline with his surgery-filled off season, but you know, once you get him back in action, just like you saw late last season, bouncing off injury, how dominant he can be, and maybe his doppelganger, both physically <laughs> and to the consternation of some observing the Saints, right? Another first-round pick in Peyton Turner. Boy, he had a great start to camp. He's banged up now. If you can get enough snaps out of those guys, the more you get out of that combo, as good as they can be, physically similar, and can be dominant as far as wreaking havoc on the edge in the backfield, this makes the Saints defense complete. Pete Werner passing a physical, getting back on the field, that's important. And you're seeing perhaps another just great find as far as a free agent getting a second chance, in Eric Wilson played well with Minnesota. Maybe he's ready to rock and roll here if called upon and fifth-round pick DeMarco Jackson playing well, according to reports early in camp. So the depth developing like you'd like to back up what you already know is good. Now we'll learn a lot more preseason games, scrimmages with the Packers as well, but the defense looks to be a strength. Offensive side of the ball, you knew they were going to be better at wide receiver. And you like the fact that testing both a starter and Jameis Winston, newcomer as a veteran behind him and Andy Dalton, they're going up against an excellent defense in practice, a talented secondary. So you're not getting any fool's gold about how your receivers are performing. Easing Michael Thomas into the action. Chris Olave showing versatility. And looking good so far, Jarvis Landry, Miss Jarvis Landry. He's going to be physical. He's going to make tough catches in traffic. He's going to make plays for you, too, to help you move the chains. And that's forced guys who last year had to be the primary players to step up their games. Traquan Smith, you're hearing great things about him. We'll see. Everybody's saying, okay, I heard that before. Marquez Callaway, feeling the pressure. The only receiver who was truly consistently productive at least some level last year for a depleted wide receiver group. Deontay Hardy, of course, as a speed threat, can mix right in there. And, hey, that's a good group all of a sudden. Good group of weapons that allow the Saints to open things up. And because they're getting tested every day, no matter what, 7-on-7, seven 11-on-11, seven, 11 11, it doesn't matter the passing game should be better. Winston should be ready with training wheels like we saw last year for seven games before he was knocked out for the year. Those should be taken off. Not entirely because they do want to keep him from being the mistake-prone version that we know and don't love from his days in Tampa because your defense is good. And let's say Ruiz is stepping up. You should do well on the offensive line. We'll touch a little bit on another story of camp, which shouldn't be a surprise. Sometimes scouting reports don't lie. And that's certainly the case. We mentioned some first-round picks, including one of this year's in Olave. Well, we've got to talk about the other in Trevor Penning. His scouting report, dead on, both good and bad so far, as far as one week in the books for saints training camp 2022 i am jude young in the saddle on a wednesday night instead of the usual tuesday on 106.1 fm the number to get involved in the discussion 504 260 1061 that's 504 260 1061 all access returns in a moment on 106.1 fm
2: We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. Reese's.
3: Reese's.
4: Reese's. Reese's.
2: Peanut butter cups. <laughs> that, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right?
4: Ask Sherwin-Williams during the summer fun sale July 29th through August 8th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $27.29. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your local Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only, some exclusion supplies See store for details
0: life is where preparation meets the unexpected law enforcement will always be our primary focus however we cannot do it alone join our family in the jefferson parish sheriff's office we are currently looking for patrol deputies correctional officers and dispatchers where you can help make a difference jpso prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families please go to jpso.com to find out how to take the next step this isn't just a career you become part of a much larger family
5: Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and master fifth grade math. I can't do this. It's impossible. Uh, not you, dad, your daughter. Staples will help her move forward. Ah, yeah, right. Right now, Staples One Subject Notebooks are just $0.35 cents each. Plus, select backpacks are 50% off. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. In-store only backpack offer ends 86. 6 Notebook offer ends eight twenty seven. 27 Limit 30.
6: Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, Grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504-313-4000. International Leadership of Texas, a free public charter school, is looking for educators to join our team. Join us August 6th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Omnia Riverfront Hotel. Meet with charter leadership and get hired on the spot for our campuses throughout Texas. Stipends ranging from 1000 to 10000 are available based on location and position. Visit ILTexas.org to learn more.
7: This report is sponsored by West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau presents Oldies But Goodies Fest September 10th and 11th. Festival includes a barbecue cook-off, classic Car show, live music and more, sponsored by Placid Refining and Bearcom Communications. Visit louisianatravel.com to plan your trip today.
2: Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Saints practiced indoors yesterday because of the weather outside after they've been scheduled to practice indoors. The Saints are signing free agent 10 end Chris Herndon the fourth. He played with the Vikings last season, catching four passes for 40 yards and a score. Four seasons in the league Herndon, 75 catches, 836 yards, and eight touchdowns. Rookie free agent safety smoke Monday reportedly suffered a knee injury at practice yesterday. And Kawan Baker, a 2021-7th round pick, suspended by the league for six games for violating the NFL policy on performance-enhancing substances. The Miami Dolphins. Find and docked draft picks for tampering with Sean Payton when he was still head coach of the Saints and for tampering with Tom Brady. Dolphins chairman and managing general partner Stephen Ross suspended through October 17th of this year and he's been fined one and a half million dollars. The Dolphins will also forfeit their first round draft pick in the 2023 draft and a third round pick in the 2024 draft. For these stories and more visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan.
6: Traffic is brought to you by D.A. Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned
3: and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call D.A. Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call D.A. now or visit us on the web at
0: daexterminating.com. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Icon and at nashfm1061.com. Call 504-260-1061.
1: Your thoughts. Welcome. You heard the number, and we continue with looking at Saints training camp so far because we didn't get to the Trevor Penning story. He's been something else. If you've been following the news reports, the tweets, the videos, Northern Iowa, not exactly a bastion of elite football talent. A good FCS school, and yet no one questioned whether Penning was a first-round talent. He seemed, based on where the Saints were drafting, originally in the late teens, before they went ahead, wheeled and dealed. Because they knew they needed to get in there and get one of the top receivers. They also really needed to get a left tackle of the future with Teron Armstead departing. Penning is as good as it gets as far as an athlete goes at the position. 6'7", 325", long arms, athletic, active. Scouting report beyond that telling you that he's the definition of a mauler at the spot to the point of extreme. He's literally trying to win every block, sometimes to his detriment, by smothering you, pancaking you, driving you physically as a defender into the turf. And no surprise, he's still trying to do that in Saints practices to the point that he's irritating Saints defenders, causing several scraps, including finally today with Malcolm Brown, where head coach Dennis Allen threw them both out of practice and commented on it that, We don't have time for this stuff. Got work to do. Penning has shown at times his ability to handle his business. At other times, he's shown areas where he still needs work, including with his hands, with his overall footwork. That's not a surprise coming from a heavy run-oriented FCS offense to now, so it shouldn't be a surprise that it's a clear-cut situation at the moment that James Hurst is the starting left tackle. Now, one can argue that if you're taking a top 20 pick on a left tackle and you have a vacancy to fill there, you want that guy to be able to play in year one. It's not like when they took Armstead on the second day of the draft. And they weren't even going to plug him in as a starter until they needed to because... They needed to replace a starter who was underperforming. The rest was history for the Saints. He stepped in, he played well, and became a star at the position on the blind side. You have to treat Penning like that, a raw, comparing to Armstead and other FCS talent, with great physical ability, that you have to bring along and make sure that he's ready mentally, technique-wise, and unlike Armstead, emotionally too. This is a guy who had 16, 16 penalties on him his final year in college for extracurricular activity. I mean, that's absurd. And you're seeing it in practice. You love the the dog in him, I think is a reference that uh, Dennis Allen has made. You want that that nasty and an alignment, period. But it has to be controlled rage. You can't have stupid penalties coming from that. And you'd like somebody to be able to funnel that intensity when you talk about pinning into the task at hand. It's not about dominating your opponent. I know that sounds crazy if you just throw it out there. It's not about dominating your opponent particularly in the game of football. No, 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 no. It isn't. Because it's an 11-on-11 11 11 game. It's about getting the job done. Snap after snap. When people like PFF, who try to grade players at their position snap by snap, like teams try to grade their players based on you know the 100% scale, how successful are you in the course of a game, in the course of a season? It's doing what the task at hand is, and it's not how many times did you bury your opponent? Did you keep him from collapsing the pocket, much less hitting or sacking your quarterback, rushing your quarterback when he's looking to throw the ball? Did you make the proper block based on the play call? Did you did you seal off a defender? Or did you do even more than that when you were supposed to chip somebody and then move to the second level? Whatever the assignment is, it's not dominating the opponent. The objective is very rarely drive your defender into the ground. It's a nice bonus if that happens. And yeah, every once in a while you want that nasty to come out. You want a guy in the trenches... To send a message. But it can't be an all-encompassing. I'm just angry and I love beating people up. And that's what I'm going to do. No, it has to be. What's the job here? What's the objective? Where are we trying to create the hole? Can I keep this guy off my quarterback? Simple as that. And Penning needs to figure that out. Needs to dial it down. And when you talk about training camp. Friendly fire. Yeah, you want to send the message across that you're really good, but you can do that without going overboard and blocking outside the bounds of the field of play or 30 yards down the field. You know, you can argue, as Penning has, hey, I'm going to block to the whistle no matter what. Great, do that, and then stop. Then maybe pat your teammate on the butt. Heck, if it's happening against an opponent, (laughs) you can do that too. They... If you're doing your job, they know they're getting beat. Heck, it's probably more frustrating if they can't get around you. You're doing your job. And then after the whistle, you say, hey, good play, buddy. Tap them. That frustrates the average opponent more than just trying to dominate them and drive them in the ground. That really drives them nuts when they're having no success against you. You're doing your job, and you're just like, hey, good job, buddy. That's understanding, and that's you know up to him. I know the coaches are probably trying to describe this. And again, you have Ajari Evans in camp as an intern working with him. A Zach Streif now on the coaching staff. These are guys who have been there and done it. That can, that are young enough that they can go and add that little extra in on top of already a good coaching staff. And for Penning to understand, this isn't mano mano stuff although that is part of the game. It's only a small part of the game, even for a guy whose job it is to block. And he should figure that out. He hopes so. the next question becoming, when does he see the field? If everything goes well, James Hurst is a solid left tackle, not at the very top of the league, but he gives no reason for the Saints to bench him if everything goes according to plan. And if James Hurst does that, Penning can learn in all three of those phases mentioned. And when it's for his time to come to take over, he'll be mentally, physically, and emotionally ready for it. The understanding of the tasks at hand, play by play, the technique needed to accomplish the goal, being better with his hands, better with his feet. Using his great length once he's using his hands properly so defenders can't get in on him. And, of course, the emotional part, not hurting your team by having your overwhelming desire to crush the guy in front of you get in the way of being a complete successful high percentage team player on the line doing his job that'll be something to keep an eye on and he will be really more than anybody in the preseason the guy you want to watch outside of maybe whatever snaps we do see from Michael Thomas I mean Michael hasn't ramped up yet to full everything in camp, they're being very careful with him, but all indications are physically his ability to run, cut, concentration, catching the football, timing. It's all there so far. There are no red flags, and he seems to be 100% from head to toe. And getting enough reps with Winston who obviously hasn't had many with. Remember, Winston joined the team two years ago. There were some preseason reps with Drew Brees still the starter, and then game one, Thomas is hurt and hobbled when he comes back. Doesn't play at all last year with Winston as the starter. So that's important. It helps. Everybody being available, a rookie and a Lave. And, of course, we know what Jarvis Landry can do. They're all there getting that timing down but Thomas can be the ultimate difference maker and open everything up for this team that wasn't there consistently with the passing game last year so we'll be watching him too so those two above everybody else otherwise in preseason guys are gonna pop out at you on their own just like they are day in and day out in practice we talked about Paulson Adebo in the first segment just want to touch on the fact with him He missed so much time, one injury, and then the way COVID was handled by the pack. then 12, now 10. But this is a guy with the length, the ball skills that showed big time with the number of plays on the ball he was making in the games. He did get the play out there on an island. And the Stanford part. Believe Richard Sherman, another Stanford product, we know what a great performer he was in the league for so long and not as good of an athlete, I would say, at the position as Adebo is. But he had mentioned at one point that Adebo had those skills, right? And you think about better athleticism, even better length for the position, and that intelligence level that somebody who goes to Stanford, look, they recruit a different type of football player. It's one of the top schools in the country. So many of the student-athletes that go there, and they win championships in a lot of these Olympic sports, right, as many as any school, and they've been good in football, and the guys they send to the league, they don't tend to have any problems understanding the playbook, right, and the nuances of the position. So this is a guy who's maturing, who they stole in the third round, who was about to be really special. And if the Saints have two number ones leading a deep and talented pack at corner, two guys who can shut people down on the outside, they could have the best defense that they have ever had. Ever had. If you add that with what you hope to see from your first-round pick defensive ends over the years. And in the recent period, more than any, going back to as many healthy snaps as you can get from Davenport and Turner because I think they're going to produce. They will also allow you to give fewer snaps to Cameron Jordan and keep him fresher. And if you have an elite defense that shuts down people, gets to the quarterback, locks down top receivers, the Saints can more than exceed anybody's expectations for the season. Just being competent on offense, which half the time last year, that was a struggle. Just a week into camp, but already getting a feel for some things we expected and looking to see more pleasant surprises than not. And as Les East wrote today for CrescentCitySports.com, So far, the numbers suggest that more Saints players, as the headline says, will ascend than descend. Older players like Jordan and Davis in their 30s shouldn't be slowing down as long as they stay healthy. And so many talented guys, five years or less on the roster. The Saints team has gotten younger. Remember, that was a real concern a couple of years ago an older roster, starting with a 40-plus-year-old quarterback, right? Well, now it's a lot younger group overall. And that's a credit to the front office and player development. You recognize talent and talent that fits what you're trying to do, and you're able to get the most out of them. That seems to be happening so that the Saints are cycling forward. And if all that does happen, then in the end... With the organization's still-stated goal, that's reasonable. Not only be in the playoffs, but get to the Super Bowl. It is reasonable with their talent level. We'll be looking straight at the guy you always look at in this game, right? The guy taking the snaps, guy leading the offense, guy throwing the football. It'll come down to Winston, and he won't have any excuses. It doesn't look like so far to not reach whatever his true potential is. 504-260-1061, the number. That's 504-260-1061. I am Jude Young. Love to hear from you. Got a little time to do so. A little time for you to hear from the folks who pay the bills here as we take the break on All Access. Never. The roar of our engines. The
5: pump of our heartbeats, The pedal to our metal. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and master fifth grade math. I can't do this. It's impossible. Uh not you, Dad. Your daughter. Staples will help her move forward. Ah, yeah, right. Right now, Staples One Subject Notebooks are just 35 cents each. Plus, select backpacks are 50% off. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. In store only backpack offer NZ6. Notebook
7: offer NZ27. Limit 30. by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.
2: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why
0: four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
6: International Leadership of Texas, a free public charter school, is looking for educators to join our team. Join us August 6th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Omnia Riverfront Hotel. Meet with charter leadership and get hired on the spot for our campuses throughout Texas. Stipends ranging from 1000 to 10000 are available based on location and position. Visit ILTexas.org to learn more.
2: This report is sponsored by Wendy's Strawberry Frosty. With the Strawberry Frosty, time to enjoy yourself is built in. They're so rich and creamy. They're built for you to slow down, relax, and just take it all in. So when it's time for frosty time, and strawberry frosty time is for a limited time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's.
3: This is Josh Danzig with Worryat.com and WhereYet Magazine with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Make reservations today and throughout the month of August for specially priced meals at top local restaurants at culinary.com. And starting Thursday evening, catch Great Theater at Tulane University's Summer Lyric Theater with performances of the play Rent all weekend long. Check out the newly redesigned Waryat.com Community Calendar that features live music listings, food happenings, and much more. Just log on to Waryat.com and click on Community Calendar to see what else
6: is happening this weekend.
4: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
6: Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment.
3: Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at
0: daexterminating.com. This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NASHFM1061.com.
1: Welcome again. We'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts as football is so very close. You're talking about being on this hump night Wednesday. A couple days away from another just regular off-season Friday. But that Friday will just be a month away from regular season Friday. What is regular season Friday? Well, you know what it is. It's high school football coverage. Ken Tran's original. Reporters from around the state. Yours truly. At Francesca again this season with Les East. And Roe Brown jumping back into the fray. Great to have the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame legend at times joining us to meet coaches and players and fans of local programs, and of course the best coverage in the state, the best scoreboard in the state, Manny Pepis at the wheel. We're almost there. You know, LSU starting practice tomorrow. And let's just briefly touch on the Tigers. Because we'll get more information out of camp as they go along. Speaking of A month away, a little over a month away, talking about Labor Day weekend Sunday, the stage all to themselves, the Tigers in the Dome, the All-State football classic against Florida State. Two programs that, you know, one with a coach that's been there, Mike Norvell, is trying to turn a corner a program that was once powerful, that's struggling. LSU coming off the back-to-back 500 regular seasons with a new coach. Of course, that's Brian Kelly. And here's what the basics, your primer, your very basic primer, about what's going to tell the tale for LSU this year. One, obviously, we just mentioned at the end of last segment about the Saints. If they're going to reach their ultimate goals, not just get back to the playoffs, but they're really going to be a contender when they get there. Is Jameis Winston going to get the job done? Or Andy Dalton, of all people, if called upon? Can they get the job done? We've seen Andy Dalton ceiling. Saints are about their ceiling. Sure, they want to get back to the playoffs, but they believe they've they have got a roster, Then they've acted like it. That can go all the way. And it's going to come down to Winston. For LSU, they test the theory, the basics of the theory that if you got more than one quarterback, you don't have a quarterback. They, they legitimately have, do the Tigers, three quarterbacks on hand, all of which can play based on everything we've heard. The unproven one in Garrett Nossmeyer. And two guys who were older. Of course, Miles Brennan's been around forever, the little bit he has played. He's looked good. Jaden Daniels has three years of starting experience under his belt after bailing out of an unstable Arizona State program. More than one quarterback sees the field, yes. The easiest answer is you go with the leader that's Brennan, that's been around, that's decided to come back and play for you if you're Kelly who's a steady hand, who should be able to run the offense. You go to Jaden Daniels, bare minimum, change of pace. Then it's Nussmeyer and Howard, Walker Howard, that is, the freshman, who should wet red shirt, and they compete next year. That seems to be the easy path. But what if Nussmeyer outplays the other two veterans preseason? It makes it harder because the players see that. Oh, do the players see that? And the problem with Brennan is he's the least mobile of the bunch. Should be the starter. And you don't want to wind up playing Daniels if you don't think he's markedly better than Nussmeyer. just because you need his mobility when Nussmeyer is also mobile enough. And the need for the mobility leads to the biggest question the offense faces. Along the line of scrimmage, questions. True freshman left tackle, Will Campbell out of Neville. Two FCS transfers, although they were really good. One FCS transfer, I should say, in one group of five. Coming in as transfers, moving inside from tackle to guard. No proven commodity at center. And you're moving one of your left tackles to start at right tackle. Those guys have to gel. Those guys have to get it done. You wonder again about the depth there. That's a lot that makes you go, oh, any attrition hurts you there even though you look really good at wide receiver. I think John Emery, if he gets any blocking at all, is going to have a breakout final season to live up to his past five-star level potential. I think he's going to be great. If you're a fantasy college player, right? Look at Emery. And Kayshaun Butte and the wide receiver core really good. But there's such a question mark in line at the line of scrimmage that, I mean, they don't have any threat at tight end. Jack Mashburn, Default plays the most, former walk-on, former high school quarterback. So that's not great. But if the offensive line performs and stays healthy at all, yeah, but that's those are some big ifs. And then on defense, there should be a lead on the defensive line. I think they're going to be really good at linebacker. I love who they have as far as their front line. Defensive backs. Big questions of the depth at corner. So they need to stay healthy there, too. Injuries at corner on the offensive line mean this team could struggle again despite much better and more stable coaching, much better focus day in, day out, the alignment we've heard about under Kelly. So because those areas are so fragile injury-wise, it's almost impossible to predict this team. But I will say this. I think seven wins... They would have to have really bad luck because I don't think they're going to have attrition with guys bailing out on them a la the unstable final two Ogeron years. I think they're going to be stable. I think that seven win mark is the floor. and Heck, the ceiling might be ten. But more than likely it falls somewhere in between the old uh, weapon to my head, right? I say eight or nine wins. There'll be one coin flip game where you know they've got changes in the kicking game, new place kicker. Maybe that doesn't work out. Maybe Nathan Dilbert misses a kick as opposed to makes one at the end of the game. It's the difference between them being eight and three or nine, or eight and four, I should say, or nine and three. That's what we're thinking right now, and that's not going to change between now and camp unless guys get hurt. Because that depth will only be tested when the real snaps take place once we get to September. One more segment to go, Jude Young with you all access a quickie after this break on 106.1 FM. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200.
4: I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card.
2: Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere.
4: I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic.
2: Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet?
4: Terms apply. See
3: CapitalOne.com for details. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's
2: ride. This is a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you will stinker. Reese's.
3: Reese's. Reese's. Reese's
2: peanut butter cups that, that breathy one sounded very creepy am i right
4: ask sherwin-williams during the summer fun sale july 29th through august 8th and get 35 off paints and stains with prices starting at 27 29 that means 35 off our most popular color family blue psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms and of course off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your local Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
5: Wireless headphones. That'll be $200.
4: I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card.
2: Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cashback on every purchase everywhere.
4: I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cashback is pretty heroic.
2: Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet?
4: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com
3: for details. Ray Magliazzi here for eBay Motors
7: COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too, by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.
2: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack.
0: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NASHFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061.
1: Before I say goodbye, I'll let you know that the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour back at you tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, after Eric Asher, with, of course, Ken Trahan and Michael Green. also let you know that on CrescentCitySports.com right now, along with the feature article on Saints players set To get even better, or at least stay the same, that's by Les East. We also have the Pelicans' five-game preseason schedule, including one home game out. Renee Nato with an update on LSU's recruiting. 17 commitments down. More in-state focus, it looks like, coming to complete the class. And how about Ken Trahan's feature as a longtime announcer? with the death of Vin Scully announced last night. Was there better in baseball? I don't think so. Ken also bringing up as a longtime St. Louis Cardinal fan, part of the reason why he got into the business, listening to Jack Buck call Cardinals games on the radio when he was growing up, up, I should say. Two absolute legends that affected his career and his life. Really good piece you can check out on CrescentCitySports.com. Thanks to the great Rudy Dixon on the board dealing with the switch of hosts seamlessly, as you'd expect. I'm Jude Young saying bye, y'all, at least till Tuesday next week.